Thank you for listening to How It Ends. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash howitendsstudio. Our tiers start at $1 and all patrons receive early access, ad-free episodes, digital downloads, access to polls, and more. Physical rewards start at $6 and feature exclusive patron-only merch and other perks. You can also visit us at howitendspodcast.com to shop in our merch store or to join our Discord server, where you can chat with us and other fans of the show. It's the only place you'll find exclusive whispers from Micah, Elia, Devin, and Amy. Please enjoy the show. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples. And so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S. Dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. This is Micah Jones. You know who we are by now, so I'll spare you introductions. Here's what you need to know. Two years went by and you didn't hear from us. I know some of you thought that we were gone forever, and for that, we're sorry. We've done our best to catch you up, and what we've found is a story bigger than us. Bigger than dreams or nightmares, even bigger than memories. The time for hiding is over, and the only way out is through. We're airing in real time again, and what you'll hear will almost certainly put us in danger, so we need your help. Share this story far and wide, and don't forget to eat at Jim's. Listen for whispers. They can try to stop us, but they can't stop all of you. See you on the other side. Thank you for listening. Hey, everyone. <clears throat> Brennan here. All of the information we've been giving you lately is a lot. We know, but there's more. I wanted to tell the group all of this in one shot that night two years ago, but then I got the call from Duluth PD and everything kind of went off the rails. I guess I could start there, though, with that call. 
For those that need a reminder, Keith is the person I spoke with in Duluth. He told me a story that, according to him, he'd never repeated to anyone else. He's missing. Still. Even though it's been all this time. I don't know if it has anything to do with that story, but I don't have a good feeling about it. When they pulled his phone records, I was one of the last people he'd spoken to. I had to answer a lot of questions about that conversation. Why we met up? What was I doing in Duluth? The cops pressed me about almost everything. They gave me a lot of shit, wanted me to go back there. But I called the lawyer and they finally let up. Eventually they accepted that I had nothing to do with his disappearance. My lawyer told me that he was last seen getting into his car after leaving work. CCTV footage showed him stopping at a gas station somewhere in town and then getting on a highway. He hasn't been seen since. No credit card purchases, no trace of his car, nothing. He vanished. It's a weird feeling, though. Not not being a suspect, but... Yeah, also not being a suspect, but more so being one of the last people he spoke with. I tried to keep up with the news about the case, but it faded into the background after a while. And now, well, there's no new answers. I don't even think they're looking for him anymore. So, yeah, things went into overdrive after that call. Luke and I had to find a place to live because I needed an actual address, given all that legal shit I had to deal with. We just decided to stick around Providence for the foreseeable future. Then life stuff got in the way. You all know about that by now. Amy's move, Elliot's job change, and so on. It was months before any of us were in the same room together. And even then... We avoided the multiple elephants in the room. No one mentioned Nolan. Or my shit. Or Luke's. Like I said, there was something I didn't quite get to when we were all together. And eventually I had to tell everyone. So after Luke and I finally unpacked our shit, I invited everyone over. I ordered dinner and told them my side of what happened with Mark. You've heard Mark's perspective already, at least to some extent, from his tapes. And I'll say, even though I was party to our conversation, obviously, hearing the way he talked about me, my family, Luke, the Joneses, fuck that guy. But he didn't lie about what transpired between the two of us. He came to my door and introduced himself by name and mentioned he was a retired detective hired by my mom to find me. I started to panic and told him I didn't want to talk to him. But he said he hadn't told her that he had found me yet. He wanted to talk to me first. Even still, I didn't want to speak with him, but he wouldn't let up, so I finally agreed to have a short conversation with him. He gave me a rundown of how my mom had approached him, 
how long it took to find me. And he said that's why he hadn't informed her yet. He said it was clear that I didn't want to be found, and he assumed it was for a good reason. But to honor both her request and my privacy, he decided to come speak with me before reporting back to her. I appreciated that. I'm not going to lie. But for the record, this isn't me making excuses for him. Anyway, we had a brief conversation about why I left home, which obviously I omitted quite a bit of information. He asked me about my past, my family life. At first, it seemed like he was just striking up a conversation, being friendly even. But as it went on, his questions became more pointed. I got the sense he was trying to piece together a story that was separate from my mom asking him to find me. I had no idea what he was looking for, so I just answered the questions with as much truth as I was comfortable with. He asked if I was an only child, and I told him about Amy. I asked him if he'd seen her and how she was, but he didn't know. The conversation shifted over to her for a bit, with questions about when I last saw her, what she was like, if I knew what she was up to. At that point, I knew she was at Penn State for undergrad because I'd send cards there occasionally. That is, until cards started coming back to me, marked, returned to sender. Initially, I thought that she was completely done with me. But then one returned with a stamp saying the address was incorrect. So, uh, remember Amy asking me how I got her address in Boston? Well, I, uh, did something kind of stupid and went back home. To my parents' house. But no one knew. I needed to at least know where she was and that she was safe. I waited behind some trees down the block until my parents left the house, and then I climbed up the lattice that ran up near the window to my old room. I know how very after-school special of me that sounds, right? Except, maybe not. Because I was sneaking in after having left years earlier. Never mind. Once I was in... I went to her room, and it was clear she hadn't moved back, so I started to snoop, I guess. I found a Boston address by the phone with her name in my mom's handwriting. Wrote it down quick and looked around a bit more, eventually finding some brochures for Boston University. Inside were some scribbles about tuition and things, and I finally deduced that she'd transferred to BU. Anyway... I told Mark all of this, and honestly, he looked fucking bored. Didn't even try to hide it. I thought he was going to finally leave, but he didn't. I can't remember what he said exactly, but his energy shifted a bit. He wanted to know more about the time before I skipped town. He asked about high school, activities, friends and stuff. I gave him vague bullet points on school. Stuff I did, friends, whatever. I didn't understand why any of that mattered. I was really focused on answering this guy's questions and getting him out of my house, so I wasn't paying too close attention to what I was saying, and I just 
spaced out a bit. Kept talking, but it was like I didn't realize what I was saying. I snapped out of it pretty quickly, though. Mostly I wanted to make sure he wasn't going to tell my parents where I was either. After hearing his tapes, I now know I mentioned the party. Which I really didn't mean to. I don't even remember saying anything about it. What did Mark say again? That I started talking but nothing made sense? And that I mentioned robes? Fuck, man. I really could have fucked myself over. I rambled on about my home life for a little, hoping I'd see him get bored again, but at some point in there I must have mentioned the Joneses, that they were our neighbors and Mike and Amy were best friends for a while. His entire demeanor changed, right in that moment. Once I mentioned them, that feeling I'd gotten that he was piecing something together hit me much harder. Whatever puzzle he was trying to solve, they were a major part of it. Something about his eagerness, I guess, made me think I could leverage this to strike up a deal with him. I agreed to let him know if I heard anything about the Joneses or Micah, knowing full well I hadn't seen them in years, so I figured I'd never have anything for him. In return, he'd authenticate my asking questions in places that might not want to answer them. If I got into a jam, I could call him and he'd say he was working with me and provide some credentials and whatnot. Seemed like a reasonable deal to me. I'll admit, hearing him say that I mentioned the party freaked me out a bit. Because it brought up something I've been dealing with for a long time, but haven't told anyone about. Ever since the seething, I feel like something in me changed. Like I'm not fully who I was before the ceremony. I'll have these blackouts where I'll be doing something and then I come to and I'm doing something completely different. Sometimes it's just 15 minutes or so are gone. But there have been a few times where I lost hours. Once I even lost an entire day. Yeah, I know. I know how that sounds, but I did go to a doctor, got MRIs and stuff, and everything is normal. I've never even been hurt during one of them. I just kind of snap out of it. It used to be more frequent early on, right after I had left. They slowed down a lot over the years. It still happens once in a while, though. I keep waiting for one to happen when I'm around everyone. It honestly has me spooked. So far, nothing, though. I should tell them that I'm going to. I just... Even after all this time spent with Amy, I don't want to add one more thing, you know? Anyway. I think that's what happened during the conversation with Mark. I think I was blacking out, and then something snapped me back to reality quicker than usual. Happy that he wasn't able to make sense of what I was saying. So I told the group all of that. All of it except the blacking out part, I mean. I'll get to that at some point. I just don't want to worry anyone even more than they already are. Amy was surprised to hear that our mom sent someone after me. 
I asked why. She said that after I left, Mom and Dad mostly stopped mentioning me altogether. I was that something they didn't discuss. And you all know, my mom acted odd when Amy brought me up on the phone, too. I guess that's evidence of her being avoidant. Classic Gail, honestly. Anyway, I guess that's... Hey, man. You got mail. Like, a shit ton of it. Who are you talking to? No, I was doing my... This... The the thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. Forgot you said you were going to... Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Anyway, we need groceries, man. I think it's my turn to go get them, actually. Uh, you want to make a list? I can go tomorrow. I go today, but I just don't feel like going back out again, to be perfectly honest. All we got is condiments, some cream cheese, I guess. Ooh, moldy cream cheese, that is. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like we're going to get some takeout. Um, I go for Indian, Thai... Pizza, maybe? What What are you thinking? Brendan? What's up? Everything okay? This has to be a fucking joke. What? These are the notes. Like, the notes? Yeah. No. Well, they're the same kinds of notes from the same person. People? I don't know. Except these are new. What do you mean new? I mean they're new. I've I've never seen these before. Did I just bring them in? I thought all that stuff was mostly junk. These envelopes were mixed in. I was just about to talk about them. And what? New ones just appear? Are you still rolling? Then go for it, I guess. I'm ordering pizza. Then you got my full attention. I want to know what those say. So, way back when Luke and I first got to Providence, there was a lot to talk about. Obviously, you've heard it. Luke had explained his stuff and... We were getting around to connecting the dots between Mark, Luke, and me. We got cut off by the phone call about Keith, and after dealing with that, I... That, I don't know, it's on me, honestly. There was something else. Something I've held back. I don't know, I should have told them all sooner, but... Yeah. Anyway. I eventually did share this with everyone, about... Two years too late. And you all deserve to know, too. So basically, these boxes of and things we, Luke, Luke and I, sent to Micah, Devin, and Elia, um, that wasn't exactly my original idea. I copied it. From people or a person, I'm not sure, who had been sending them to me. That's what I referred to when Mark showed up at my place. The project I was working on. 
They're the reason I left Pittsburgh in the first place and started traveling. I got the first note in the summer of 2015, maybe around June, July, something like that. And it was strange, too. I was considering reconnecting with Amy again around that time, like in a real meaningful way. I'd been away for so long, so I... Yeah, and then... Um, I got a note in the mail and it said, we can help you save your sister, but you must continue to stay away. I knew it had something to do with the organization. And you're 100% sure these new letters are from the same person? Yes. I opened letters with this handwriting for two years straight. At first I was going to ignore it, but then another note came. It had some info in it about the place in Michigan, like it was leading me there. I had no idea why, or what I was supposed to do once I got there, but I figured it wasn't that far, so I went. Drove there over the weekend. Also, for the record, Luke never knew any of this. Sure fucking didn't. Yeah. Uh, he found out not too long ago with everyone else. There wasn't much consistency with the notes. Sometimes I'd get a few at the same time, then nothing for months. Each one seemed to lead me places further and further away from Pittsburgh. I used to make the trips over long weekends, but the further away they got, the harder that became. Mark showing up was an unwelcome surprise for sure, but it ended up being the catalyst for my living on the go. Even though we'd struck up a tenuous partnership, I didn't like that someone had tracked me down at the behest of my parents. It made sense to pack up and leave, so that's what I did. I fixed up the van and hit the road. I didn't even know what I was looking for, but it didn't matter. If it even had the slightest chance of helping me protect Amy from whoever, whatever... I was going to do it. Each letter had a list of seemingly random places, enough to keep me busy for long stretches at a time. But when I'd run out of places to look or whatever I was doing, I'd swing back to Pittsburgh. I had my mail forwarded to a P.O. box for a while, but eventually I stopped getting the letters. And ultimately, I hit a dead end. I was trying to figure out what my next move was. Then I got a call. A few days later, I showed up. Yeah, Mark sent Luke my way. I didn't have anything new to go off, but I s still had a number of places on my list from old notes, so we kept going. You know, if he had told me all of this in the first place, we probably would have realized that neither one of us knew what the fuck we were doing. Could have saved a lot of time. Man, don't start again. Come Just on. putting it out there for the people. These notes sent you on a wild goose chase, and we still didn't know why. Mark sent me out to keep tabs on you because, for some reason, thought I'd get more info on Micah that way. If you had if just... If we had just... You didn't tell me a lot of shit at first either, man. Not, I didn't know you, but what? I'm supposed to trust you? 
It was a mutual apprehension. Brendan, the new letters, they just have the old postmarks on them from being sent to Pittsburgh and returned. And? And there's no new postage or anything. What? Whoever was sending these to you, they don't just know where you live now. They're here. They have to be. They drop these off in person. Okay. Yeah, sounds good, John. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. All right, thanks. I'll see you soon. Are we still meeting at his house? Yeah, we'll be there in a few. Are we sure that this is safe? Listen, I I know we have to be careful about who we trust right now, but John is not someone we need to worry about. He was my dad's... Okay, but how do you know that? I just do, okay? Besides, he suggested meeting at that bar again, but I, I, I can't go back there. So it was me who asked to meet him at home. Like, it's not like he lured me there. All right, well, are we getting bagels before or after we meet him? (laughs) Okay, (laughs) conversation whiplash. Uh, But for the millionth time, after we meet up with John, we will get bagels and then head upstate. All right, fine. But if we get there late and they're out of salt bagels, I'm going to be cranky about it all weekend. We know. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess we could always just get bagels tomorrow upstate. It's, It's probably just as good. She's always been like this, hangry. Sulky. Hey. We've been together for a while now. You think I don't know? The amount of snacks we have in our apartment is... Okay, yeah, don't (laughs) mind me. I'm just going to tuck and roll out of the car on the highway since we've arrived at the mutiny stage of the trip. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the place we're staying at, it's got like a spa attached or is this... Or is it going to be two different places? Well, the spa has a hotel attached to it, but it was a ridiculous amount of money to stay there. So I got us a place up the road. Um, It's still really nice, but I just couldn't justify the price of the other place. Nice. Um, and what's all booked for spa day? Or is this going to be like a choose your own adventure deal? It's obviously all scheduled. Of yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I forget what I booked, but it's like your standard kitchen sink package. Um, massage, facials, manicure, pedicure, etc. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen you with your nails done. Well, I mean, yeah, it's mostly a waste. My hands get so cut up and dry at work. You know, it's not really worth it. But I'll, I'll get one with you guys, though. I, I'm, I'll probably do it without nail polish. You know, I don't want it to chip off in a client's frittata or something. <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's fair. And uh, Devin's on Mulder duty this weekend. Yep, and loving every minute. Mulder slept at his place last night as a test drive. You know, in case it didn't work out with Cat Calloway, Devin could just bring him back to my apartment and just go down and check on him for the rest of the weekend. But I brought Mulder upstairs last night, and the two of them just, like, ran off into the sunset. The two of them, the two cats, or, like, Devin and Mulder? Okay, (laughs) the three of them ran off into the sunset. Um, Does does Brendan know we're going to be gone for a couple of days? I've been meaning to ask but I just, you've kind of been in a mood, so. Ames? No. Honestly, I'm, I'm so frustrated with him. I really don't want to talk to him right now. The fact that he didn't tell us about those notes after all this time, after the world's longest Saturday, 
I get that a lot of stuff was going on. And yes, the stuff with the guy going missing in Minnesota was fucked up. But I feel like he could have called and told me or we could have made time. It wasn't like he waited a few weeks or something. He waited years. I don't know. I've been doing my fucking best to work through how I feel about him being back in my life. And this just threw me off. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sorry, Amy. I don't really have anything to add. I'm just sorry. Yeah, thanks. I know I'll get over it. But right now, I'm just kind of letting myself be pissed about it. And then promptly ignoring those feelings while I soak in a mud bath or something equally as cliche and relaxing as I've seen depicted in sitcoms. Because nothing says healing like avoiding your feelings and doing a chemical peel. <laughs> Welcome to being dark and twisty, Amy. We've got the best skincare around. But you will talk to him, right? You know, you said you'd get over it, but you will eventually talk it out, not just forget about it. Of course I will. It's not like I can truly avoid it anyway. The kid was getting creepy fucking notes about me, and he thinks they're from someone who knows about the organization. Isn't cryptic and terrifying our new brand? She's got a point. I know, but... Babe, I'm okay. I'm just mouthing off because I'm annoyed. But I'm serious about forgetting this entire situation exists for the next few days. After we talk to John. Right. After we talk to John. Then it's cucumber slices, whatever grass water they're serving, and nothing else. Got it? <laughs> okay. I'm not complaining. You know, taking a break from all of this has done wonders for my complexion. Okay, okay, I get it. Enough self-care jokes. I'm just worried, you know? Things were getting better for you, and the notes just seem to add to the mess we're already in. Yeah, I understand. And I love that you care so much. And yes, the notes did that, too. But we're still all working together on it, and... That makes me feel as safe as I possibly can feel. But just give me these three days, okay? Okay. We're on his street. What was the house number? Uh, 33. Right. 33 Breakneck Road. There it is. And once we all met up again, after things settled down for Brendan, I, I finally asked, confronted, I don't know, I, I brought up to Luke how he called you and he admitted that he was trying to drum up information from anywhere and everywhere and he also admitted that he got your number from me inadvertently by sneaking a look at my notebook yeah well I said I had a feeling he was full of shit but this is certainly more than I could have ever imagined you know when I didn't hear from you again I figured it was done and I didn't want to chase you or anything. I was generally surprised to get your call. It's been a long time. And I'm sorry I waited so long to pull you in the loop and that we're dumping this heap of information on you all at once. It's a lot. Uh, and I, you might need a time to process. You and my dad were close. And I know how I felt when I found all of this out. But we just thought, you know, maybe some of this information would spark another memory for you or even put things into context. Uh, as a group, we, we took a break for a long while. But now that we're back and, and working on this again, I don't know. It just felt like the right time to trust you. I just... Th thank you, first of all. For what? For telling me about all this. Things haven't been easy for me. I I guess what I'm trying to say is I've blamed myself for Nolan's death for a long time. We were out for my birthday, you know? So he was where he was, 
because of me. All those years I've just been thinking, wrong place, wrong time, because of me. And this doesn't make the sting of losing my friend any easier or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But there's a... There's a weight that's been lifted, you know? My best friend, your dad, Ava's husband, is still gone. Nothing can bring him back, and that fucking hurts. Always will. But at least it's... At least it wasn't my fault, you know? John, even if it had been purely coincidental, wrong place, wrong time, like you said... So it, I, I, I know, I know. We, we can't predict the future, right? I tell that to anyone else in my situation. Logically, I know. But when tragedy strikes, sometimes all you can do to make sense of it is ask yourself, what if? No one gets that more than me. I mean, I would if, and here we are. It's it's okay. Um, are are you all right? Like we can get going if you want to. No, no, no! Don't don't leave. I just needed a moment. While I do feel a bit lighter now, that doesn't change the fact that something seriously suspicious happened. I offered you my help last time we spoke, Micah, and I meant it. Thank you. Really. I appreciate it more than you know, but you still can take time. No, that there's, there's one thing that stuck out immediately when you were telling me everything. You mentioned it a couple hours ago, but I didn't want to interrupt. I don't know how to say this, but Micah, you've known Tim Schrade for much longer than you think. What? How? She met him through me. No, she she didn't. Not not the first time. Micah, Tim is Abby's nephew. Teddy, we used to call him. I told you about him when you called me from the car. What? No, the the kid that... Yeah, the same Teddy that we used to babysit. The one you played with as a little girl, who we brought over to your house a handful of times to play. Hold up, if... Tim's your your nephew. Are you related to Mark? I was at, at one time. Not since I got divorced. His wife, Catherine, that's... Katie. Yeah. Your sister-in-law. Abby's sister is, or, uh, I mean, she was Catherine Schrade. Jesus Christ, how did we not put this together? How did I not put this together? I've looked through those notes and listened to those tapes for hours. Days, probably. No, wait. We met Tim face-to-face. He he talked to Micah. If he knew her, how come he wouldn't just say that? Well, I didn't recognize him either, so I don't, I don't think it's that shocking that he didn't know me. You only saw each other a few times, and the two of you were little kids. But it's definitely him. And if he knew her or recognized her, maybe he wouldn't have been so generous with giving us Nolan's case file. No, that doesn't mean anything. It's still possible that he knew everything Mark was up to. No, I don't think so. I told you, I've been over those tapes so many times. Mark didn't tell anyone what he was doing. I'm sure of that. I don't think Tim knows anything. I'd like to listen to those tapes myself, if you don't mind. Uh, Yeah, Uh, well, we aired them on the podcast, which was a risk, we know. 
one that we all decided to take together, but, you know... Can you tell me specifically why airing his tapes is a risk to you all? I understand that there's likely someone who's been harassing you, but I'm not connecting that to Mark specifically. Also, when was the last time you talked to Mark? Are you going to just visit him while you're in the area? Um... Um... So, I just mentioned that Tim sent us Nolan's case file, right? Mm. Well, when we went to confront Mark about lying about Nolan's accident, Tim answered the door. Mark's dead, John. He had some kind of accident at his cabin. Tim was cleaning out his house when we showed up. A few months later, Tim called me and said he found the file, and he offered to send it to us. Mark is dead? Yes. I'm surprised I didn't hear about it in in the paper or something. They always do that for someone on the police force. And Abby didn't... Well, ne- never mind. Even still, forgive an old man, but I'm not understanding how playing these tapes makes things more dangerous for you. I mean, granted, I haven't heard them, but... Yeah, that's the thing. We're doing our best to summarize everything because we've been in this for years and everything came to us incrementally. It was easier, not easy by any stretch, but definitely easier to process. Mark didn't just lie about my dad's accident. He knew there was someone else there that night because that same person threatened his life and his family's lives if he ever told anyone. We think Jesus, saying this out loud to someone outside of our group feels so fucked up. Um, We think that person found out what Mark was up to, and we think that's what got him killed. We, but we, we can't prove it. We don't think Mark died in an accident. And he never came out and said it on the tapes, but it's implied that Mark suspected that same person had something to do with Catherine's death. No. Catherine had a heart attack. Yes, but well, you'll understand when you listen. So you think by posting the tapes that the person responsible for your father's death and potentially Mark's will come after you next? Well, we thought it would force their hand a bit. We don't have anything that can 100% prove any of this is happening. We need this person to make a mistake, anything that would help us figure out how to stop them. And um, there's more. Amy, I I think we should tell him about Brendan's story, too. You know, we think it's connected, and if we're going to trust John, we have to trust him with everything. My God, I don't know. No, she's right. Maybe he'll see something we don't. And now that we know there was a connection between the Shrades and Micah's family beyond Nolan's accident, there's likely something else connecting my family to all of this, too. No, I get it. I get why why we would tell him everything. <sighs> I'm sorry, John. I don't mean to talk about you like you're not sitting right there. It's just now that we're here and talking about it all to someone new, I I don't know. I'm just sitting here and listening to everything as if I haven't been immersed in it and I've got this pit in my stomach and I'm worried that we're putting you at risk too. Adding everything Brendan told us to the mix, I don't know. I've got a bad feeling about it. I appreciate that, Elia, really. But I agree to this. Granted, there was no chance in hell I could have predicted anything you all told me today, but that doesn't change anything. 
if someone is responsible for what happened to Nolan, and they've also come after Micah, which by my estimation they have, I would like nothing more than to put a fucking stop to them. Or help in whatever way I can. If you all can take this on, well, so can I. Okay, then. Uh, John, do you mind if I get something to drink? I think we're going to be here for a while. Sure. Uh, kitchen's to that hallway. Go nuts. Okay. Well, I guess I'll start. Oh, I love you, but if you get white cheddar dust all over my seats, so help me God. I'm not. I'm using chopsticks. <laughs> Uh, of course you are. Do we really have to go back home? I don't want to. I would much prefer to live my life at that spa. Like, let's let's just not, okay? I call Devin. We can all chip in, buy some land down the street from it. Let's just run away, guys. It's fine. What happened to Rhode Island-born, Rhode Island-bred? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that was before I was dunked in moisturizer, didn't have to cook for anyone, and spent three days forgetting that we're embroiled in some scary shit. Plus, there were goats. I want to live on a, I want a goat farm. I'll make cheese. You make hand lotion. Amy, you can f- fix their bones. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, really. This this is your fantasy. At the moment, yes. Elliot, how many gummies did you eat? Just two or, like, four to help me not get car sick. That explains it. Are we almost home? <laughs> yes, we're very close. You'd be able to tell if you sat up and looked out the window. Eh, I'm good. This fancy car is really comfy. My backseat, not so much. Oh, yeah? How much time have you spent in your backseat? I can't think of a time you have since I've known you. (laughs) That was Elliot's signature. The drive-in, snacks, the scout. (sighs) You've never taken me to the drive-in. Okay, well, there has... I mean, I would take you. I just... (laughs) (laughs) This is treason. (laughs) Anyway, when we get back, I'll run out and get dinner. You said Devin already put in the order, right? Yeah, he did. Um, That ramen place on Hope Street. But why don't we just pick it up before we head to your house? No, I need to go get cat litter anyway, and I think this one needs to get out of the car. Huh? Nothing. (laughs) We'll be home in a minute. And then I'm going to go pick up our dinner, and that's all you need to know. Works for me. So Luke and Brendan are actually already at Devin's. Amy, you feel okay about that? Yeah, it's fine. The weekend away actually did what I wanted it to. Help me cool off. I'm good. Okay, cool. Just checking. All right, Cheech, get up. We're here. Oh, that was fast. Micah, I got your bag. Thanks. Um, I shouldn't be long. I'll text you when I've got the food and I'm on my way back. Just get her, get her inside. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, I'll see you later. Yeah, I understand that, but can you please just... Yeah, okay. Sure. Yep. Thanks for nothing. What'd they say? She's not a minor, so we can't file a missing persons report for 24 hours. That's bullshit. She said she was going to pick up food five hours ago. And, and what about the... Yeah, well, they don't see it that way. Okay, well, maybe we should just tell them about... About like, the, the fucking symbol on the door that we all somehow didn't hear or see anyone put there. How are we going to explain that? Fuck, we have to clean that off, actually, before the landlord sees it. I don't know. Maybe it's time to tell someone else what's been going on i I don't know how we'd explain it but did you see john's face when we told him everything did you see how fucking incredulous he looked 
and he does believe us. What do you think is going to happen if we tell some regular fucking cop that our friend is missing and we think it might be the same person who killed her dad 30 years ago and has been stalking her since she was a child? I know, but... I'm I'm sorry. We're all freaking out. I don't mean to bite your head off. I'm I'm sorry. Have you heard from Luke? Uh, Yeah, he just texted me. He said he's driving around every place he can think of that he and Micah went together and he's looking for her car. What about Devin? Yeah, he checked into um, he went to the ramen place and and asked the guy at the counter if Micah ever came in showed him her picture and the guy said no. That means she never even fucking made it to the store. I'm calling her again. Hey, it's me again. Um, We're all really worried about you. If you're okay, please, please give us a call. We're not mad. We just want to make sure you're safe. We love you. Hey, anything? Nope. I called every hospital in Providence, plus Fatima, Kent, Newport. I even called the fucking children's hospital. Nothing. Fuck. I mean, that's good, I guess, that she's not in a hospital, but if she was, at least we'd know where she is. What do we do now? Where else could she have gone? Um, she's not in the area. There's only one other place I can think that she would have gone. Where? Back home. We're sitting in her home? No, not here. To New Jersey? Yeah. So... Should we call Ava, or... Yeah, we should. Even if she's not there, Ava needs to know what's going on. I I can call her. Ava? Hi, it's Elia. I'm, uh, not great, actually. That's why I'm calling. Um, by any chance, is Micah with you or did she call to say she was coming no we yeah I I, I know I try you're right yes but Ava Ava I'm just gonna go yeah yeah go what else can we do is there anyone else no she doesn't really hang out with anyone else Um, let me think. Who else? Who else? Oh, fuck. Um, John. Fucking hell. Yes. Call him. I'm gonna go outside. Uh, look around the house. That symbol has me losing my shit. Okay, yeah, go. Hello? John, hello. It's Amy, Micah's friend. We met, um... Amy, of course. Nice to hear from you so soon. (laughs) Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, but John, something's wrong. We don't know where Micah is. I don't understand. Didn't you all go to that place upstate together? Yeah, no, we did. Um, but we we got back home just a little bit ago, and she went to pick up food, but she never came back. She didn't call or text, and now she's not picking up her phone. Our friends are out looking for her. She never even made it to the restaurant we ordered from. I'm still not following. John, there's... I'm at her apartment now. Um, we tried to call the cops, and they won't do anything for 24 hours. Are you, are you sure something bad happened? How long has it been? Well, she's been gone at least five hours, but we got nervous after an hour passed. When one turned into two and then three, we knew something was wrong. 
And there's something else. Um, we didn't tell the cops this. We, we couldn't. What is it? After she'd been gone for a while, our friend Devin stepped outside to keep an eye out, you know, in case she came back. And when he turned around to come back in the house, there was a symbol on the door. Like the ones you all showed me? Yeah. It's painted on there in red paint, really crudely, like it was done in a rush. Um, the paint's still wet. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, what, what can we... What, what, what do we do? What, what does the symbol mean? We don't know. Luke and Devin are out looking for her. My brother called all the hospitals. Elia's on the phone with Ava right now. I thought maybe she'd reached out to you. No, I, I haven't heard from her since you three left the other day. But I'm going to keep my phone on all night in case she calls. Do you think she'd come back here? Back to Somerville? For any reason at all? Did anything seem off when you were traveling back home or when you arrived? No, not at all. It was a great weekend and we were all planning on hanging out as a group tonight. Everyone else was already at her place. She seemed fine. She said she was going to run a quick errand to get cat litter, pick up the food, and be right back. That's why we're panicking. Okay, okay. Look, I don't know how much good it will do, but maybe I can drive around here and see if I see anything. Shit, that's stupid. Why would she be here? That, that makes no sense. I'm sorry. No, it isn't stupid. Do it. Look anywhere you think makes sense. Can you email me a list of the places you think she might go, or places that have been wrapped up in all this, what, whatever it is you've been doing? I'll start there first. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Has Elias said if Ava needs anything? I can make a stop over there, too, if need be. Um, I think she's still on the phone, but when she hangs up, I'll ask and let you know. Yeah, please, please do. Okay, send me that stuff. I'm going to head out as soon as I get it. Thank you. And John, if she calls you... I, I will call you immediately after calling Ava. Send her number in that email, too. I only have her house line. Okay, I will. And it, it doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night. Just let me know if you find anything. You got it. Amy? What's this? What's what? This. I found it in the grass near the street. That's... That's Micah's. I mean, Mulder's. It's... I mean, it's Mulder's collar. Someone took it from her and they sent it back to us in that package the we got. The one with the letter from me? And... And my chef coat and Devin's book. Mulder's collar was in that package. Micah's been wearing it as a bracelet ever since. I found it outside. Could it have fallen off? I don't know. It's got a pretty tight buckle. Either someone took it off of her or she did it herself. <sighs> I need some air. No, don't go outside. I'm going to go to the back porch. It's screened in. It's locked. I'm going to leave the back door open. You'll be able to hear me. Hey, nobody. We're looking for her. She'll be home soon. Elia, please just stay inside. Please. I promise I will not go anywhere but the back porch. If I stay in this apartment for another minute right now, I think I might actually have a heart attack. I, I can't breathe in here. I just need a minute. Okay. I'm right over there. Yep. Are you okay? <laughs> Sorry. Dumb question. I just got you back. And and now, what if this isn't just some big misunderstanding? What if she's really gone? She's not. 
She can't be. We will find her. You were. You were fucking really gone. What if she did the same thing? She just decided this was the moment she was done. Goose. That's not what is happening. She wouldn't do that. You know she wouldn't. I didn't think you'd do what you did. Life's full of fucking surprises. Micah isn't me. She doesn't seem to be afraid of anything. Look at how she's handled all of the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. She isn't you. And that's a good thing. It means she wouldn't run. It means we'll find her. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm snapping at everyone. I, I just... It's okay. Don't worry about me. I'm trying to be here for you. Do you think we made a mistake? We said putting those tapes out there was dangerous. We thought something might happen, but, but I didn't think... Maybe it was a mistake. But that doesn't matter. What's done is done. And what about this thing mom and dad are a part of? Do you think that this could be connected to... That was to my first thought too, but I don't know why they'd come for her. I feel like I'm going to throw up. Where's Elia? Elia! Yep, I'm still here. Promise, everything's fine. Can you get some cleaning supplies from Micah's hall closet? I'm going to try and get that symbol off the door before anyone sees it. I, I can't just sit here. Elia, come here. I'm going to clean the front door, and I don't want you out of earshot. The back porch is too far. Yeah, on it. Just maybe take a picture before you get rid of it. Okay. Here. I'll help. Elia, come outside with us and keep an eye out for Barry. Yeah, okay. We are going to find her. Yeah, we are. Five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. 
the team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.